I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of NC Zite S, uh, which is a play on uh, the name of Miles' favorite TV show, uh, courtesy yeah. of Johnny Davis. Uh, I'm Jack, you are Miles. Yeah, uh, dealing with some internet issues. Yeah, uh, from yeah. a company who shall not be named, but it's one of the only two most people have access to in the yeah. country. Just no internet for for anyway. Anyway, that can't hold us down. That cannot hold us down. No, uh, you are speaking into a Campbell soup can. Uh, yep. Connected to a string. You sound great. The string is very taut. Very taut. Thank you on your yeah. side for keeping the string very taut or else the sound does not travel well. Yeah. You can pluck it and hear a, a high D. Uh, I don't even know <laughs> oh. if that's a musical note. Um, yeah. Anyways, pitch. the things that are trending right now, 25th anniversary of Biggie's passing, uh, his murder. I'm sure this happens every time. It's the anniversary of his passing, and I go and Google, but I'm still surprised. That man was 24. That that yeah. was a boy. He was 24. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's wild because, too, wild. like, what was that? That's 97. I'm, like, in seventh grade. And in my mind, like, Biggie's dead, might as well be 43. I mean, he and had been married like, oh. for three years, like, like a damn adult. I mean, you know, that's, I think, uh, yeah, I always look back and like, I even think about like, wait, Jimi Hendrix was only like, you just think about the 27 club and I'm like, I'm way older than these people now. And I'm like, damn, he was 24. Tupac was 25. Like the the amount of impact and just amazing shit that they created in their life. What were you doing at? Where were you at at 25? (laughs) Man, I was 
24, I think I was a pool boy in New York City. Right, changing lives. Yeah, you know, getting flirted mm-hmm. with a little bit okay. here and there. Okay. Not to brag, uh, <laughs> Not to but brag. <laughs> I was very popular with uh, some very lonely uh, elderly gentlemen. Um, okay. That but uh, fa- I was uh, setting new records as the worst waiter of all time. Oh, damn. That's like right when I started, like I'm like a right getting into politics. Like mm. I think it was my first year. Yeah. Wow. That was of my first year of like fully working an election cycle uh, for this lobbying firm. But back then I was like joking around like, yeah, man, like look at me. I got a salary. 25, I broke into media by answering phones for ABC News primetime live. So <laughs> it's basically like uh, dropping some yeah. classic albums that define uh, an entire uh, century. You know, just get in there. All that to say, don't be, you know, don't feel down because so many people achieve so much at a young age. We all come into our own at some point, you know, uh-huh. just different times for different yeah, people. Yeah, that's the I, lesson. Yeah. Or not to be like, why wasn't I Biggie when I was born? <laughs> but just like a true <laughs> fucking genius and just both, both of them. Oh, yeah. So, so cool. I don't even want like, you know, a lot of times I remember for the longest time, people would always be like, okay, you like Biggie or Pac better. And I can right. never, there's such different propositions. Like as lyricists, I think like the energy of Tupac and his, you know, his delivery and his, like sort of the prose of like in which he rapped in is so different than like the clever punchlines of like Biggie who really like, you know, so much, so many people like truly uh, take Biggie's like sort of whole rhyme style and and take it to different levels, but both very talented people. But yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Both of them. Totally different. And maybe the best to ever do it at the thing that they do. Like when you compare them to what was happening at the time, like where where they were in yeah. uh, relation to other rappers. There's a reason Jay Z on like most of his best albums just can't get his mind past being like, yeah, Biggie was better than me. But okay, but like I'll, yeah. now that he's gone, like I'm pretty good too. <laughs> it's like let me how okay how about how what about this Biggie line? How about I rap this one and see if right. y'all like it? Because that was a thing too. Is like he also took a lot of Biggie's rhymes, and I'm like. Which also gave me an added love for Biggie, too, because growing up really liking Jay, I was like, you know, I I think yeah. I for me, I was really only listening to, you know, like Ready to Die and a little bit of Life After Life Death. Life After Death. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but, man. Life After Death was, that was my shit. Solid. That's a solid two-disker right there. That is a solid two-disker. One of the greats. One of the one great, great two-diskers. Two I mean, that and All Eyes on Me. Uh, yeah. Come on. I that, guess you have to do a two-disker to really kind of let people know you know what i mean yeah like i feel I mean, like that's a who's got a two disc or no uh, i i don't know probably with all these like spotify like made for spotify albums that you see rappers putting out just to get like the listen oh, time they could, up yeah, yeah. like those are two discers but they're like yo throw the first disc away <laughs> like please so i'm gonna have uh an entire song that's just somebody saying donda 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 uh so that's one disc uh moving on to disc number two uh ryan coogler is trending and okay you bailed on that one i was like okay what's the rhyme for the second disc nope going to going to ryan coogler yeah wait what happened to him he got arrested or he, he got was detained? detained by police in January after he was mistaken for a bank robber in Atlanta. Fuck off. 
Like, man, let me guess. He matched the description of a black man. Man, this is not why his name should be trending. Like his name he should tre- be trending because <laughs> he is the most talented, like one of the most talented filmmakers alive. And like, he's yeah. dropping some new shit, but, uh, you know, truly is a bank of America. <laughs> uh, Becca is saying, super producer Becca is saying he withdrew too much money. Of course, what could be more suspicious than uh, the person of color with, with lots of money? Me? Wow. Uh, Becca's saying he wanted to be discreet since he was withdrawing $12,000 and they thought that was robbery. Okay. Oh my God. Have you ever... Oh my gosh. She's like, hey, can you be discreet about it? Because the other day, right before my wedding, I had to pull out some cash and mm-hmm. I did not want them saying out loud how much cash I was pulling out. Just because they're like, okay, how much do you want in like 20s and 50s? I'm like, yo, keep that shit low. Like, I'm not trying to walk out of here and get to have all this attention on me because I have all this cash. I get that feeling. But then for them to misconstrue that as, is he robbing us? Right. Well, because Here's a robber my- in a movie I saw once wrote a note on a piece of paper and passed it to the teller. Right. So therefore, right. that w- that must be what this means. And you know what? Maybe that's on me. Just everything I've seen in the movies, you know, all the iconic bank heist scenes start off with a person pretending they're an actual customer of the bank, swiping their card, giving their account details. Then the teller verifies that they have that money in their account. And then they're like, no, actually, this is a robbery. Give me someone else's money. Right. The fuck. Uh, Yeah. The note said, I would like to withdraw $12,000 cash from my checking account. Please do the money count somewhere else. I'd like to be discreet. That seems pretty clear. He didn't say somebody else's bank account. Um, yeah. Hmm. So his withdrawal slip with the information, it's not like that's his fucking account. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jesus Christ. Fuck off, man. Okay, well. Obi-Wan is trending. People getting a look into it. So Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, as played in the prequels by Ewan McGregor, is making a return to a Disney franchise, right? It's like a Disney series. He's going to be Disney Plus reprising the role as will Hayden Christensen uh, playing the vengeful Darth Vader, AKA Anakin Skywalker. So it sounds like it's going to be based on Obi-Wan's time on Tatooine between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, which has always been, in my opinion, like something that makes... (laughs) No sense. This man is a fugitive from the Empire hiding out on the planet with Darth Vader's son on it. And whether like he knows that that's where his son is or not, it's at least some of uh, Darth Vader's family, right? Because Luke is like staying with his uncle. So uh, and Obi-Wan Kenobi is going by the masterful alias Ben Kenobi. And lives yeah, like right yeah. down the street from fucking Luke Skywalker. It's like one of the worst uh, fu- jobs of being a fugitive that I've ever like conceived of. And they're going to be like, yeah, about that. Let's do it. <laughs> right, right, right. There's Duel of the Fates playing. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to look. I'll watch it all. I watched. I'm almost done with Boba Fett and I'm not really that uh, impressed with it. I mean, it's it's fine. Like I haven't. I haven't like quit watching it, but I will also watch this. Uh, despite all of the, there's a lot. I mean, so many. I mean, like with anything that comes out, every Star Wars fan has some kind of uh, 
contradictory opinion. Uh, mm. But I don't know. I just hear that music and I see lightsabers. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. Let's do that. Duel of the Fates is a musical theme recurring in Star Wars prequel trilogy, uh, an expanded <laughs> universe. Um, it was composed. Well, uh-huh. I like I know this shit from heart. I yeah, this is all coming off the top of my dome. Uh, I'm just letting any listeners know. Uh, right, it was right, composed right. by John Williams. John Williams, uh, right, and right, right. recorded for the film soundtrack of Star Wars episode Star Wars episode one. <laughs> one. Right, yeah, yeah. Duh. We all know. Um, but you're saying you're saying that is playing over the uh, trailer I, yo, for this well, new well, show. When that first when that first prequel came out, and that was like sort of the marquee song on it, I was just like, this shit sounds great it sounds like a very dramatic star wars song and like i haven't really responded to like a piece of like film composition quite like i did that mostly because of my own star wars fandom i mean there's plenty of good scores since then but when i hear that combined with (laughs) like star wars imagery i'm like yeah 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 yeah. let's let's go let's whatever just point me in the direction it took me a long time to realize that episode one was not one of the best movies i'd ever seen and i was pretty old to like believe that I just wanted, I got swept up in the hype and I wanted to believe that shit was good. Um, Oh, you're saying when it came out, you were like, this is it. We're here. Yeah. Saw it in the theater was like, hell yeah, man. Oh yeah. Exactly. I was was so into that. I was like, yo, this guy's got two fucking lightsabers on one. (laughs) Let's go. And I think the thing that really was the bar was low was like, we first kind of saw these moments where like Darth Maul was like using the force to like, just lift up debris and like fling it at people. And you're like, Oh shit. Right. The force. And I think the movie tech, like the filmmaking technology kind of kept like caught up with it, what you could actually do creatively. And I think that was a huge contributing factor for, I think a lot of people being wowed. Right, because like in the Ridge Tridge, like I feel like, did, were they ever using the force to like do much beyond choke somebody? Yeah, or like you know, like uh, Luke was trying to pull his like lightsaber out when he's like hung upside down and shit. Like, there's like very basic stuff where you knew this was some sort of like telekinetic, you know, right energy manipulation. But like starting with that shit, suddenly it was like, okay, now I can just birth entire like armies from the sand using the force. Uh, which <laughs> yeah, because before it's like, one. it's like, let me lift this. Let me choke this. Let me do that. But for some shit to be like, oh, fuck you. I'm throwing this shit at you <laughs> right. like, with the force. That's a little bit different. Yeah. And it kind of fucks up the whole universe, right? Because then it's like, why don't you just hurl a star at them? Um, and then you have to well, be that, like, well actually were... force is a so the force you have to get into the scientifics it's a based on the amount of mitochlorians in your blood mitochlorians uh, okay yep oh I'm sorry yeah <laughs> I was using Jack, I mean, the I've French had this pronunciation <laughs> <laughs> the French mitochlorians uh huh you you said anyway. you were having a debate uh, but you, oh, you cut yourself saying, off. <laughs> there was, well, no, there's like in this one video game where like this character actually pulls down a star destroyer with the force. And it's fucking like, I remember playing the game and I was like, yo, this <laughs> right. is the sickest shit. You're pulling a fucking ship out of the sky. But I mean, I don't know if that really necessarily goes. I'm, I've, I haven't read enough to know if that goes against uh, the canonical uses of the force. But again, yeah. like I said, it's more like filmmaking technology catching up to a point where you can kind of be like, yeah, yeah, we can do that. We can make that shit happen. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Uh-huh. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. And we're back. Uh, and Brittany Griner continues to trend. She is still being detained in Russia uh, due to an alleged cannabis oil cartridge. They're saying she's like smuggling a bunch of like weight too through Russia. I'm like, hmm, really? This this doesn't seem more like a opportunistic time to hold a like a American who's somewhat well known and potentially use that as leverage for something. Yeah, it but sounds like a hostage. It's like it's it, it's hard to know, you know. Like on some level, I know people who fuck up and you know, like they're like, oh shit, I brought like this like fucking weed pen with me internationally. And you're like, yo, you don't want to get caught out here with one of those. I have a feeling, but then at the same time, 
You can also see that Russia could be like, oh, what's this in your bag? Significant American basketball player star. And then going that route. But yeah, it's 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 fucking freaky, man. There's like there's a couple, you know, there's like two other Americans who have also been arrested in the last couple of years who are still detained there. And Brittany Griner is now counting herself among those people. Um, but for people who are asking, they're like, what, what, like, why the fuck would they be in, in, in Russia? It's because she plays like most WNBA players. They play abroad in the off season because it's more cash. And she was yeah. playing for a team in Russia at the time. Right. Which is pretty fucked up that WNBA players are not paid enough to do that. <laughs> like, right. uh, but, but yeah, well, you know, hopefully she gets back safe. It's, That's... it's just tough, you know, because like the, all the, all of the traditional diplomatic channels, they're all saying like it, that we don't, we bet we don't talk to them at all really right now. Right. Uh, so not sure, you know, what that means but i know there's definitely a significant push you know like from uh, i think like is it sheila jackson lee i think is from is who represents houston and is also you know that's where britney griner's from has been like really like pushing to try and find a way to get her out of there but yeah it's it's um it's, it's still still very murky at the moment steven miller is trending so he's fighting like as uh, it seems like the full-time job of everybody who's involved in the Trump administration is uh, to try and fight to get, to keep from records being revealed that would allow people mm-hmm. to figure out what the fuck they were up to when they were yeah. trying to bring back the fourth Reich. But there's a, there's a great detail here that you were, you were pointing out. Yeah. This, oh man, this, this tweet reads like, or this headline blurb reads like every other story you hear about people suing the Jan six committee, but brace yourselves for, if you didn't think Stephen Miller was sad enough, try this one on for size. Trump white house, senior advisor, Stephen Miller sued the house January six committee to block a subpoena of his parents, T-Mobile family plan, which provides him with a number. Steven. So my man, you're out Steven. here talking all given you got all this smoke for, immigrants because you say they're a drain on resources meanwhile you can't even pay your fucking phone bill my guy this man is 36 years old this man is it doesn't matter doesn't matter what his age is (laughs) his parents t-mobile family i like how though the 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 wording here is that the plan provides him with a number Mm -hmm. like as if that's different like rather than being like his parents t-mobile plan that he's on (laughs) <laughs> right <laughs> you know like just say that like because he's right. on his parents t-mobile plan like which provides him with a number it right? suggests like this is one of many numbers he's a very important busy person and this just happens to be the one where he commits electoral fraud uh oh yeah the- oh I, oh me oh no i don't live here with my mom this is one of my many places to live this is just <laughs> the one i'm at right now we can go to my other spot later but right uh so don't get it twisted yeah, this is yeah, just this... the one that my parents live at and that I bring dates back to. Uh, because <laughs> As a test I... to see if they're right for me because I'm family-oriented. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, this is, uh, I don't know, what's what's more like sad, if, like that that's the only thing I can get a laugh out of uh, these days. Like He's on his family plan. He's going to be the new Goebbels. Mm-hmm. Who knows? 
uh, yeah. what happens on on the comeback tour. But yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully they're seized, and hopefully we like see all the other embarrassing shit that's in there. It's all t- tweets from his mom. It's like, I'm sorry, Stephen. The, the, these <laughs> these armpit stains won't come out of the undershirt. <laughs> Just try the OxyClean, mom. You're like, yo, these tweet, and it'll be like that. That uh, I think you should leave sketch probably where they're reading right. the texts out in court and it's just the same right. <laughs> about the hat with the the <laughs> with the, the safari flap fedora the with the safari flap in the back <laughs> and finally there were a bunch of anti-trans bills passed overnight specifically targeting children Idaho Florida Texas Arkansas Alabama uh, among others just basically banning transgender healthcare, um, which is life affirming and life saving in, in a number of cases. Oh, 100%. There was also like another a headline I wrote about some family that went to go speak to like the Texas AG, you know, pleading as like parents of uh, like trans kids. And then like the next day, like CPS like popped up at their house to investigate them. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's a, it's it, a war. They're, they're waging war. Oh, I mean, more than that, I mean, like, this is, this is such, this is fucking violence, you know what I mean? Like, and I think looking at it as like, wow, they're really harassing these people is, I think, a really charitable view of what's happening because they're effectively trying to cut off ways for these people to live a happy, productive life because it just doesn't vibe with whatever their culture war shit is or, you know, because it's a a weak group of people to push around and not realizing that this is going to lead to like a lot of trauma, harm, potentially death. Um, and, you know, it, it's it's hard. I don't understand how people can like sort of look at it and be like, oh yeah, well that's, they're kind of screwed up. It's like, this is, they're, they're really, you know, this is like tantamount to like some kind of uh, like violent genocidal campaign when you're saying like, we're going to take you from your parent. We're going to split your families up because of this these people could potentially go to jail it's like what what this isn't this isn't just about protecting or it's not just about it was never about protecting anybody it's just about inflicting as much damage on this group of people as possible yeah um all right well fuck those people um it's well truly said. awful <laughs> thank you <laughs> I, I i wrote up a little uh statement slash poem um fuck those people uh, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. those are some of the things that are trending on this yeah. Wednesday afternoon. We're back tomorrow with a whole last episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind yeah. to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Yes. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. Mm-mm. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. At-